Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ten randomly selected questions. One person's reputation on the line. This is Trampled Bet Versus The Lockdown Football Quiz with John Walker Today's competitor is How are you doing? I'm Adam and I'm Old Fun Facts on Twitter For some reason if there's people down in England who don't know what that is can you just explain a bit about the page? Because it, it's comfortably, I think, most people, most enjoyable thing to follow on Twitter. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically a daft football account. Um, it, it started off years ago as something that I didn't put any thought into. It was just something that my pal Stevie had said, oh, you should get on Twitter. And at first, I didn't really see the point of it, but I thought of a couple of jokes, set up the account. And then the nature of Twitter, one person shares it, then more people share it, and it became a lot bigger than I ever thought it was going to. There was never any kind of plan for it. What I do is just any kind of football story that's coming on. If there's a joke that I think of, I'll tweet a joke. Um, I write columns as well. Usually they're su- supposed to be funny anyway, whether they are or not, <laughs> is to people's opinion. But, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I suppose, just jokes about mainly Scottish football, but uh, sometimes on a football. Yeah, was a did yeah, you have any background that, in like satirical writing or comedian writing, or was it just something that came naturally with? I mean, I do think at times Scottish football is something really easy to poke fun at. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, it, I didn't really have much of a background. It's something that I'd been wanting to get into. Kind of, you know, comedy and writing were big things for me, and I'd, so I've made sort of wee kind of tentative stabs at doing things in the past and written a few sketches with people and various bits and bobs, but. Um, it was it mainly kind of happened by accident. There was no master plan, but then, like you say, the jokes almost write themselves half the time. You'll be like, particularly when you know at the moment I'm on furlough, but when I'm writing columns and that, and I've got a certain amount of columns to write in a week, you look, you start the week thinking what the, what can I write about this week, and thinking this will be the week where there's nothing going on, and then within five minutes of you thinking that Rangers have released a statement or. You know, someone's got into a fight in the touchline or whatever, and it's just like a relentless supply of material. Even during the lockdown, it's been nonstop. Yeah, I do. I do feel like like I'm a Rangers fan myself. I also follow Arsenal, but I do feel like there's um, I'm I'm a big fan of the thick of it. And another football podcast called The Offensive. Right. It feels like that's what's going on in the background just now. Totally. It's, it's funny you mentioned the thick of it. It was just before you, uh, b- before we started this, I was just reading an article with Amanda Yunucci and he was talking like, saying it's it's really hard to write comedy about what's going on just now because, A, because it's quite dark, but also just because where do you even, like the comedy that you try and write could never be as ridiculous as what's actually happening, you know? Yeah, I, I remember people of a certain age would remember, I remember Spit an Image essentially stopped because mm-hmm. it's the exact same reason. Uh, the South Park writers after Donald Trump about two yeah. years in were like, 
we, we don't really have much place to push the barrier anymore. This is this kind of itself. We don't really need to do it. We could just retweet what's going on and we'd be fine. That, that's, that's the thing with Trump. That's almost how, that's one of the sort of weapons in Trump's armory is that nothing that you can think of that would be a ridiculous thing for Trump to say is more ridiculous than the things he actually does. Like the thing about in, in, injecting yourself with bleach and all that. Um, but that's, <laughs> you could write that and someone would go, nah, I'd never say, you'd never actually say that. Sure enough. Um, so I really appreciate you joining this. Um, it's it's kind of grown arms and legs. I didn't expect too many people actually to take it up, but I guess as we're, we're talked about, we're kind of locked down and stuff. I think people are looking just for stuff to maybe entertain themselves more than anything. The way it works is I took the four categories, which were World Cups, European Championships, European Cup competitions, so that's your Champions League, UEFA Cup, Cup Winners Cup, Europa League, and mm-hmm. British football. And I wrote out 25 questions from each, and I just random sort them in different ways every time someone else comes on. And it is just your potluck. You pick numbers between 1 to 100. Some questions are easier than others. Some questions are a lot harder, I hope some multiple choice there's some half point questions in there it's a, it's a mixed bag depends how lucky you are well as we're a betting podcast anytime you have a cooking day out with your, your pals and you have to pick a teammate uh, the aim of the day I mean obviously the aspirational aim is that you all get a coupon and your whole day is paid for but the main aspiration personally is that your team doesn't let yourself down your team right. comes in so you're avoid of any blame and I guess that's <laughs> the idea when you take part in any quiz you just don't want to be last Exactly. I'll, I'll settle for a comfortable mid-table. That's, that's the, the dizzy height. You just want to give me your first number and I'll post like a question. From 1 to 100? 1 to 100. 41. Who did Sevilla beat in the 2016 Europa League final? Let's go Madrid. In 2016, it was actually Liverpool. They beat 3-1 in the final. Right, okay. That's the, that's the, the good one about that. So all these questions have been taken either from my head or stuff I've watched on YouTube in the last couple of weeks and see because Sevilla have been in five finals in the last 15 years right was remember the, who they the played one? Madrid was, yeah they've played Madrid they've beat Osasuna they've beat Shakhtar Donetsk one year I think it was oh, there's been, they've been in, they've won it five times in the last 13 years Athletic Madrid have won it twice in that time as well it's just uh, yeah that's why yeah, I'm, I'm glad because that was that was a uh, it could be any one of their opponents. Off to a flyer. Oh, sorry, uh, Gordo, who I do the podcast with, he got zero out of two, and then he was one for six or something as we went on. So you're all right so far. What's your next number? Uh, 19. In Euro 2000, who did England lose their last group game to? Uh, Czech Republic. It was actually Romania. They got knocked out by. They were... Uh, yeah, yeah. Their, their first game was against Portugal when they were 2-0 up, I think, at half-time. And then lost 3-2. Then they beat uh, G- Germany 1-0. And then were 2-0 up against Romania again, I'm sure, and lost 3-2. Remember, it was Phil Neville gave away a penalty in like the last minute. Did Dan Petrescu score in that game? Because I can remember there being a game he scored against England and I was really smug about it. But I can't, I can't, rem- <laughs> can't remember was that. It was like... It just stuck in my name, I think. Uh, stuck, stuck in my memory. Petrescu scoring against England. I don't know if it's that game or not. Uh, I would need, I would need better knowledge, and I currently have in my head just now to know who the scorers were of the, the Romanian team. But I just remember they won three two. So yeah, you need that. You need this one, or my mate Gordo's going to be able to load it over that he never had the zero for three. Um, what is your, what is your next number? Uh, Sixty four. Thierry Henry scored two hundred and twenty eight goals for Arsenal. 
Who did he score his last against when he returned on loan from New York Red Bulls? Was it A, Leeds, B, Blackburn, C, Everton, or D, Sunderland? And this is this is the last one in his second spell? Yeah, on his, on his loan spell from New York Red Bulls. Hmm. I think it's either Leeds or Blackburn, so I'm going to say Leeds. Is incorrect. He returned on loan and scored on his return debut against Leeds in the FA Cup, and then he scored on his last game as a sub against Sunderland in the Premier League. You know, I think it's the Leeds one I'm remembering. Yeah, Yeah, that was the the, the glorious return, and then he came off the bench and scored the winner within about two minutes. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm remembering, so... yeah, I can actually picture the goal. It's good yeah. because I'm not getting any points, but I'm get, but I sort of vaguely remember stuff connected with them, and that's really what this game's all about. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's all it's almost funny. There's like there's hundreds of footballers that went before Terry on me, but for some reason when Terry on me came along, that left sided right foot finish and at the far corner was like his only finish, even though people had done it for tens of years before him. Yeah, just made it his own. Um, what's your fourth question? Uh, 89 it's amazing how I'm resetting all these questions right in different orders and there's still questions out of the 100 that are coming up again I know the probability is that some will but this one's now came up three times I think in the the World Cup 2018 qualifier at Hamden Scotland drew two each with England who scored the opening goal well I know it was England so it's good England Uh, oh god Obviously, Harry Kane scored the, the equaliser. I know all about that. <laughs> uh, God, that's a good question. Oh, God. Um, was it Marcus Rashford? It was Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Ah. A deflected goal. It just came on like two minutes earlier. And I was I was saying to someone earlier, I'm a, I'm a huge Arsenal fan. He was with Arsenal at the time. And even when I watched that game back the other day, I couldn't remember who scored the opening goal. I'd no, that's the thing. It's like most of that game, if it wasn't for the Griffiths, if it wasn't for the last sort of five minutes and injury time, you'd have just consigned <laughs> that game to history. You wouldn't, be, you wouldn't think about it at all. <laughs> yeah, you uh, wouldn't even bother. First 87 minutes of that game, probably no one could tell you much about. But. Yeah, I, I watched it back. Um, it on Sky Sports. It wasn't there, like, the full game. It was like an hour highlight package. And I, I, vague, I vaguely could remember how dominant England were, but I don't think I quite realised until I watched it back there. Mm-hmm. See, like in, in hindsight, you would take one England having won that game 1-0 over the way it finished in, in that hurricane equaliser. At least a part of you would. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, as good as the Griffiths goals were, just the, the pain after that, you'd, I think a 1-0 win for England might have been easier. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a phrase in it. It's a Scottish phrase. It's a hope that kills you. And that's been the case for about four tournaments now. Question five, which number are we going for? Um, 20. Ronaldo and Messi are the top two Champions League goal scorers of all time. Who is third to just the Champions League just from 1992 onwards? A couple of names in mind. Uh, Pippo and Zaghi. It's Raul. Oh, got it. Pippo and Zaghi is fifth and Ruud van Nistelrooy is fourth. Van Nistelrooy came to my head. I didn't think of Raul, though. Yeah, yeah I, Van Nistelrooy wasn't even one I even dawned on that would be anywhere near it. There's some weird ones in the top 10. Drogba in the top 10? Maybe him. No, no, no. It's, uh, yeah. I think Clivert was 10th upwards. Right. But there's there's a few that are still playing that are right behind uh, Raul. So I don't know don't know how long he'll last there for. But it's the fact that he set the record so long ago when he scored for Schalke. And then within three seasons, Real Madrid, Ronaldo had broke it. Um, so zero for five, question six. 
Um, okay, uh, let's uh, go for 55. Athletic Madrid won the Europa League in 2010. Which English team did they beat? 2010. Was it Arsenal? It wasn't, it was Fulham. It wasn't. Oh, I can't believe they made it to the final. <laughs> That's a good question, by the way. Yeah, that was, um, it was on UEFA. UEFA's like, I know everyone's trying, I've, I've been making fun of like TalkSport because TalkSport have been putting up stuff on their Twitter pages like the, the greatest five movie villains of all time. And you find yourself going, it's all right just to not have a day on. But you, but the point was, UEFA's content has been tremendous. So they've been putting up yeah. all the finals consistently. And that was one that I watched back. I totally forgot it even existed. And it showed you a full run to the final where they, uh, they beat Juventus. They turned over a defeat to Juventus. Turned over a defeat to Hamburg. Just amazing. But Eric, Eric Nedved of Manchester United was there. Really? <laughs> it was amazing. Right, we need to get, this has become, we need to get your goal here, Adam. This is becoming like, Adi, I can buy it at uh, Leicester. <laughs> right, so what's your next number? Um, seven. <laughs> this, one, this one came out earlier as well. In the 2018 World Cup, PSG and which English club provided the most goals at the World Cup? So PSG had like Mbappe and that. So I think, it was, I think the total was 12, 12 each. 12 had. Man City. That is incorrect. That's actually the same answer the guy gave before as well. Uh, the correct answer is Tottenham. Um, oh, really? At the time, Trippier scored, Kane scored six, Christian Eriksen, Dele Alli and Son. South Korea. What are we on for eight? What's eighth? Um, 29. At Euro 96, who scored Germany's World Cup, uh, Euro's winning golden goal against Czech Republic? I think I know one. I think I know one. Oliver Bierhoff. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oliver Bierhoff. Yes, yes. Oh, thank you. You need to go. You need to go full Terry uh, to Munich Spire now, though. You have to go and kick the nearest advertising board. <laughs> just get, just gonna kick the mantelpiece or something. <laughs> it was Oliver Bierhoff with possibly the worst goalkeeping error I can remember. Honestly, I don't think I'd have lived it down if I hadn't got a single point in this. So that's Oliver Bierhoff is actually getting. He's yeah. If I have a child, I'm going to name it Oliver, even if it's a girl. <laughs> um, question nine, which number do you want? Um, 70. Right. In 1994, at the USA World Cup, which player scored an own goal to knock his country out and was later, later assassinated upon his return home? I will take a half point for the nation and a half point for the surname of the player. I'm on a roll here, right? It was Colombia and it was Escobar. <laughs> Have you have you read the the book the two Escobars? Uh, no, is oh is it like contrasting him and Pablo? Uh, yes. Pablo Escobar. Yeah, so that was he scored the he scored an own goal in uh, the group stages at not Colombia out and yeah when he returned home was disaster. So I probably shouldn't laugh, but it was good that you've got a second question right. I know I'm delighted. I, I was a wee boy at that World Cup and I got a wee like Colombia top going into it because I, I I thought like I loved I loved the players they had in that team like Espria and Valderrama and that and I was like oh, they're going to be like dark horses for this tournament. Not only did they get papped out in the first round, but one of them get killed as a result of it. Like right, okay, not that sort of set the tone for all the predictions I've made throughout the rest of my life. <laughs> right, okay, so I mean this is important because if you get the next question right, you can't finish bottom. So <laughs> what is your tenth and Final question. Um, 94, in honour of Escobar. France striker, Just Fontaine, is the fourth on all-time World Cup goal scorers list. Over how many World Cups did he achieve that total? Four. 
He scored 13 goals and they were all scored at the 1958 World Cup. Ah, must have been before goalies were about or something. Good question. Yeah. Um, honestly, Alan, thank you so much for joining us. It's ah, given me something to do. It's given us something to listen to. No, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. I'm um, just delighted to be zero because it was in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was getting a wee bit worried. That's what I'm saying. I said to you before, I had no real barometer other than asking a few pals, but the chance was the pals I was asking just had really good football knowledge and I was going, I hope I'm not stitching anyone up here. I don't want anyone to come on and be zero, but at the same time, I don't want anyone to come on and breeze to 10. No, it's good questions. But now we need to find a way to get Ray Bradshaw less than two. Oh, is he next? He's not. He's on He's on Wednesday morning, Ray. But um, Ray's like my football manager. I've known Ray for a stand-up for years, so Ray's football knowledge is ridiculous. So if I can, if I can get Ray to randomly select questions somehow he doesn't know, It'd be glorious, but I honestly can't see that happening. The guys like Rain Man, the amount of stuff he puts in our football team chat is unbelievable. No thistle questions then. Uh, I, don't, I know. I tried to make it as general knowledge. I think if I stuck a thistle question in there and I had an English guest on it, it's been, been hell. Hey, thanks very much for joining us. I really appreciate that. Right. Yeah, thanks a lot. Speak to you later, Adam. See you later. Bye. This podcast was written and produced by John Walker and Gary Black. For more of our podcast, please visit TrampleBet.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.